Hey, yo, and here we go with another episode of We Talk Music on the air and in your ear, as always. I am uh, one of your co-hosts, Martin, and I have with me the king of the casters. He's uh, Mr. Brett Podcast. Brett, uh, it's always good. You look forward to a show when you know you're going to have a good time because you're with a good person. That's right. And and I mean, the, the man almost needs no introduction, given how many times he's been on our show. And I'll tell you, it, at four... It doesn't matter if it's 40 more times because we will always welcome Robin McCauley back on the show. And he's here to talk about Black Swan, Black Swan Generation Mind coming out April 8th. Robin, once again, thank you for being on the show and another wonderful, wonderful album from you guys. Thank you, Brett. Thank you guys so much. Um, yeah, we're pretty happy with this one. We thought, you know, hey, shake the world, who knows what'll happen, you know? And we created a, it was so good, we we started a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> no laser eyes with right. the pandemic. We needed you more know? laser <laughs> I know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so here we are, Generation Mind, and uh, we're pretty stoked, we're happy with it. Eagle Sly came out on, uh, on uh, Thursday, uh, St. Patty's Day. Uh, they didn't do that for me, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. Sounded good, but um, um, I'd take it. Um, so, yeah, um, we're stoked. It's great. And, uh, um, you know, you make a record these days and people listen to it or they don't, as the case may be. And um, I hope they do. And uh, it's a good record. So we're happy. And thanks well, I mean, for listening. Was... <laughs> Thank you for listening. Yeah. Well, I was listening yeah. to the record. I'm like, well, of course it's good. I mean, look at the people on this. <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, yourself and, and I don't know any of them because I never see them. I have no idea who those guys are. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing: they're talented folks. They're pretty talented, those guys. You know, somebody should uh, really could strongly consider getting them in a band or signing them or something, <laughs> or, or putting them in a swimming pool. Or putting yeah. them in a, with no water. Yes. <laughs> I know I had a friend of mine call me the other day and he saw the video and he goes, love the song, dude. How come there's no water in the swimming pool? <laughs> and I'm going, uh, let, me think about, let me, let me, just let me think about that. Well, Matt's down there for one. <laughs> it's hard to play drums in, in a swimming pool. I'm I know. pretty sure. And then I thought, oh, what a concept. We missed out. We should have put the water in the pool and have that kit floating around the place, you know. Ah, that would have been awesome. Wouldn't that be cool? Just next time. Next swinging time. around like, oh, I'm going to hit it. <laughs> it gives the whole splash symbol a whole different. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. But I can tell you why he's in that pool. But anyway, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's cool. It was a nice place uh, because, you know, Eagle's Fly is really, um, it's really uh, my take on War of the Worlds. That's basically what the song is about. You know, I was a big H.G. Uh, Wells fan and uh, i loved uh jeff lynn's version of war of the worlds where he had phil linett david essex justin hayward he had richard burton as the narrator on there and i had the record and reb sent me the music jeff sent me the music and there was something that he played on the intro just like it was back in immortal souls that allowed me to go down that road and um it was just something that I heard, and then I heard it, you know, it sounded like an alien from the original record, and I, I just ran with it. And and uh, 
the label actually wasn't going to put that out as a single. We we went, no, you got to put this one out, dude. This, this is it. So Reb was going, thanks for pushing on that one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is, and it's, it's great. We love it. So, Is that then how, how a lot of your lyrical content comes to you, where it's just like you just hear something in the music and it just kind of makes you think like, oh, like it this honestly would work. God is. That's exactly what it is. And, and you know, I, I told Reb about it when, when I, I, I came up with that whole sort of vampire thing for Immortal Souls. And he goes, I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. I, I, I huh? What beast? What? And so, <laughs> and they're true. So when it comes to Eagles Fly, and I went, oh, dude, that was just perfect. Did you, that alien thing that you played right there in that lake? And he goes, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and I said, well, this is it anyway, you know, love it or hate it. <laughs> that's, so, it's interesting. That's how the lyrics come to you, because, I mean, one of the things you established with the first Black Swan album you keep here is that there is a lot of really uh, socially relevant lyrics, right? Like yeah, the, I, suppose, of I suppose. I suppose. Um, um, you know, it gets to, I suppose over the years you get to a point, it's like enough of the... Uh, he did, she did, me, you, he, them, you know, I love you, you love me, and my heart's broken. And 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 then you, you kind of grow up and move away from that a little bit. And um, yeah, it's it's quite, uh, I hit on a lot of pretty uh, diverse subjects on, on, on Generation Mind. Generation Mind itself, of course, about the younger generation, about the radical thinking, you know, different than us old men, you know, me. <laughs> and uh we're all too you can learn a lot you can learn a lot i have you know i have 23 year olds and uh you know they're tech savvy they do things differently they think differently they speak differently and uh yeah they go no dad that's not how it works you know <laughs> <laughs> and, and you go i guess it's not you know and uh there's even uh i think wicked wicked the day is kind of around the bastard son of king arthur and people are going, why would you sing about that? No, one of those great subject matter, you know? <laughs> you know? Even the first, the opening song. Um, um, oh, before, the, or, uh, or She Hides yeah, Behind? Or yeah, after uh, She Hides Behind, you know, it's, it's like a, a hooker truck driver, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff said, oh, shit, I never really thought of what's going down that road. And I went, well, you know, Reb was singing this melody, and I, I just, I went, you know, you know, she's a fast communicator with an open carburetor, and I'm going, oh, why not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so he goes, where else are we going to put this except right up at the top? And I went, I suppose. <laughs> Open up that carburetor and let it, let it ride and see what happens. Yeah. So, yeah, we don't usually write that sort of lyric, but we did on that one, you know. I know it, it is it just so different to to start yeah. out like that, but I mean, I I think for me, like my favorite song on the album is "Crown." Oh, yeah. Well, that's actually about um, um, Zeus. Oh, okay, interesting. And and I love you know the, the whole demigod thing, and I had just seen uh, um, oh, what the hell was the movie called? Not Masters of the Universe, uh, something like that. And and uh, so I started. I like to do a little research so that I'm not, you know, talking through my, you know, rear end, you know. Um, and so apparently uh, Zeus had many indiscretions, even though he was like this god. 
and and <laughs> it gets still a little, afraid of his wife if he's smart. It gets a little porno because because when he would have these indiscretions with all of these different uh, mistresses and goddesses, um, he would take on the guise of a horse <laughs> 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 because he thought if he disguised himself, you know, he could get away with these these type of you know indiscretions. But everybody knew it was him, and. Uh, then he starts feeling sorry for himself and where's the crown that I used to wear? I'm the God, I'm the king. And of course they tried to knock him off his little pedestal as, as, as we so often do in, in our daily lives, you know, knock, knock down the guy that's at the top, you know, cause I can do better. <laughs> and that's really what that song is about. It's pretty cool. Actually. I really like that song. Yeah. Well, and it's got this great, you know, like, Jeff's work right off the bat. I mean, it's, right, like, it's it? like oh, Van Halen-esque, just kind of like. It's awesome. It's awesome. When I came to Jeff and he goes, oh, dude, this is, I, I like it already because I will always come to Jeff, you know, with my melodies and lyrics, and then we'll do a little bit of pre-production and tweak it. And uh, we, we lay it down and, and uh, that's, a, that's a huge fun part of the whole recording because I'm surprised we actually get any work done when we're together because we just go off on tangents and go, no, no, dude, you remember that? That's <laughs> <laughs> great. It's really cool. But we get, you know, we managed to get it done, thankfully. <laughs> now, how much time do we have? Oh, we got time. We got time. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the album is like kind of sequenced per perfectly too, you know? Like it builds and ends in a I don't know how do I put it. it. It ends in a powerful emotional punch, you know, yeah. by the time the album's over. And I just think you must have done a lot of work to get that sequencing right. Um, I swear we, you know, um, we, we, we write the songs. Um, we don't really dig too deep. Um, we, we, we want to get the best for each song, and that's what we do. And, and uh, sequencing, Really, Jeff does a lot of that. Um, you know, he'll, he'll start sending stuff out and you go, what do you think of this? I think this segues nice into the next song. We might shift it around a little bit. Um, but the sequence is usually works well, you know, as, as, a complete, as a complete body of work. And, and it's important to, and of course he sets the tone. Great, Jeff, Jeff really. Uh, before the light, he, he he came up with that whole intro, which he thought would be really nice to set it up, and then bam, you know. And and uh, what's the last song? Wicked the day is actually um, about the bastard son of uh, King Arthur. <laughs> so <laughs> what better way to end? <laughs> Makes sense to me, <laughs> you know. And um, uh, that's really uh, um, how the sequence of events begins and ends. You know, it's it's. It's like a book to me. It should have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And, and it should read like that in the same way that you should put your cans on and, 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 and feel, feel that there's a, there's a story and it will have an ending. It may have a sequel, but it will definitely have an ending. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, that, and that's all we ever ask for is that there's, yeah. <laughs> that there's always going to be a sequel. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, uh, um, to elaborate a little bit, we're really happy because you know you do the first one and and we had such a positive reaction to it and then you think oh can we do it on this one i think what's good about this one is 
we really sounds like a band. It really sounds like a band. We we managed to keep that cohesiveness and take it to the next level from Shake the World. So um, we're, 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 we're stoked on that one. Reb, I remember one day he goes, dude, I'm sitting in, I'm sitting in the van here with, with Winger going into this gig and I'm playing all of these tracks. Dude, this is a better record. <laughs> 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 and it's great because, you know, you get all of sort of this deep conversation and I'm going, oh, yeah, I'm glad you feel that way. <laughs> Yeah, those guys are killer. You know, I mean, what a team. I, 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 it's great. And it's the fun element. It's the fun element of, of and the enjoyment of actually working together. To, yeah, that's to, going to be, yeah, that's going to be a joy to be, you know, have oh. that. Because, I mean, you kind of get thrown together by, you know, yeah. the, the, yeah. the label. You don't know that you're going to, you know, how, how well are we going to get along? And, no, and you no, guys you obviously get along great. Yeah, I mean, I've known Jeff for 30 years plus. You know, yeah. and, and Jeff, Jeff was my best man. And he's still my best man. And uh, we hang together with, 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 with his family whenever we can. So we have we have a, a good, strong friendship relationship. Um, but it was the first time I worked with Reb on, on, on anything uh, when we did Shake the World. And now we're on to this. And, and uh, you know, he's, he made a great comment when we were... Uh, shooting the videos and he, he he came up and he goes dude do you think we sound good live <laughs> I said, we probably sound like shit <laughs> he goes no how could we how could we no dude i think this would be really cool <laughs> and i said so are you saying that we should play live he goes oh we should definitely play live but of course you know now you go when <laughs> yes yeah. yeah and uh you know i i said it before we all agree that um I think ideally a festival scenario would probably be the most logical because, you know, you get enough people in the same place at the same time and it would probably be just the perfect showcase for the band. And, you know, if promoters were interested and go, okay, you guys should tour. And then they, they'd have to figure out the logistics of that. You know? well, I like, think you should be on Monsters of Rock next year. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's that's what I mean. That sort of a thing I think would be great. We'd love to play Wacken in Germany too, which is oh, a, yeah. yeah. It's an amazing festival. And and um it's big enough and long enough, and there's a there's a huge amount of people attend. And I think it would be just just the right way to introduce the band. And now of course we have two records, we definitely have enough material. Mm-hmm. You know. Um and um you know, the guys are just really, they're just busy. They're just busy. I mean, I was just moving along quite nicely here, expecting, you know, Vegas is supposed to, uh, my Vegas thing was supposed to start up, I think, end of May, maybe maybe into June. Um, I'm just about done with all of the songs from my next, from my follow-up solo. And then I get a call from Schenker to uh, yeah. do the entire European tour that, I wasn't supposed to be doing so suddenly uh there's a spanner in the works there and i'm going well i have to now i have to shift things around i'm not complaining but that's just, that's that's how it happens sometimes i mean am i supposed to be on the road at my age i'm going shit i might come home in a box <laughs> <laughs> 
I have seen you on the road and there is no way that you're coming home in a box. Like if if Would anybody has like this life energy about them that's like, you know, you're, yeah, you're you know, I said it to my wife and she's going, for God's sake, <laughs> you know. You know, I'm going, well, yeah, you know, you have to think, worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is uh, nothing like a good old doomsday statement in the middle of positivity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, help us. Where, yeah. is, all, where is all this going? <laughs> yeah. but, you know, that's the thing, right? Like, you are, like, I've seen, we've seen a lot of people, and you are one of the happiest people I've ever seen, not only to talk to, but live as well like your joy of the music and just being able to perform just comes right out and I think that's why you know when I go through all the YouTube comments and stuff like that I mean people love you and that's why it's because I mean who likes misery I I hate yeah I mean right I mean aren't things difficult enough (laughs) You know, I don't mind it. I don't mind it, but that's just me. You know, I'm glad we can talk without wearing a mask today. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you know, I, 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 uh, um, oh God, I hated those masks, dude. I mean, I'd go to the store, I had the mask on, and I, I, I would just break into a fit of coughing, and then people are staring at you, going, "You okay?" (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't wearing this mask; I'd be fine. But actually, the mask is making me cough. You know, (laughs) whoever said breathing your own CO two was good for you, right? Right? I thought CO two would like you know knock you on your ass. You know? (laughs) Yeah. So it's uh, what a time, dude! What a time! Oh, I know. Well, Well, were you guys able to like hang out more this time than you were from the first album? Oh, we no, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't have the opportunity. We just, we it was almost uh, an identical of the of of the first one, you know. Um, uh, Winger, Winger were very busy. Um, Jeff was very busy. They did get sick. Um, um, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Um, my wife became a nurse, so I was in good hands since I last saw you guys. Um, she. Uh, she studied like crazy because I was home from the Vegas residency. So she saw the opportunity that's been on her bucket list for 20 years. So she studied like crazy in the midst of keeping a full-time job, which wow. she, she's a director of uh, eating disorder, which is oh, where, wow. which is where generation mind really came from. You know, um, that's a whole different story. Um, so, um, you know, Jeff emailed me and he goes, we have to do another record. Um, let me see where Reb's at. And then suddenly there's another email, I don't know, a month or something later. Reb's coming in. We're just going to start woodshedding here and uh, we'll see what we come up with. And then we'll drop it on your doorstep and off you go. <laughs> and that's really what it was. And didn't even see Reb till the videos, but we communicate almost every day, making the changes and all of the stuff to the tracks. And then it was just Jeff and myself and my son Casey again sings on uh, his backgrounds on this record like he did on the first one. I and, don't know how Jeff does it. He seems to do about 47 albums a year. Oh, dude, and I can tell you that he is on 12. He yeah. is, he's just got so much positive energy. And, and he teaches yoga at the same time. Wow. You know? And he would go, dude, 
we got to get this done. Uh, um, can we work tomorrow? <laughs> I got to go to my yoga class. And I'm like, sure, off you go. <laughs> wow. And and so, um, yeah, there's a, there's a great it's forward, forward motion going on. And uh, I like to be prepared, so I come prepared anyway. And we'd make our tweaks and still be able to get into the work. And um, my, our days together would, would, would be somewhere from noon till five or six. And we'd get a track done, get the back and vocals done, on, on to the next one. Wow. And that's how we would do it. Yeah. And then a little black swan yoga in the, uh, like. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, wearing the mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You love that artwork? I love that artwork. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's killer. No question. It's killer. There's, there isn't another album cover that looks like it. Which is no. Weird. No, that's, I mean, just like the, the Plague Doctor kind of feel oh, to dude, it. I mean, it's, just. It's killer. It's killer. It's awesome. Took a little bit of work, but but it's, yeah. I, I really. <laughs> I'm surprised the artist didn't shoot me by the time. <laughs> and well, I yeah. said, Dude, I'm going to need all of the patience that you, <laughs> you think you had. <laughs> I, need, I need more because by the time we're done, this is this, you're going to hate me. <laughs> and see, that is what we never think about. As fans, we never think about what goes into like making an album cover or anything wow. like that, or what you guys. You know, are like you know, if you have a vision in your head, because I know sometimes it's just take an art print, stick it on the cover, yeah. throw the band name on there. But in the, in this case, obviously, there's a lot more to it. No, this was this was a this was carefully thought out, and I'd had ideas for months and months and months um, of 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 what I wanted to do, um, and I always do my research, and I'm, I I do a little bit of graphics. So I had I had conjured up renderings of of, uh, of plague doctor masks on on a swan's head. You know, I'd replace the, the swan beak with a with a plague doctor and send it off send it off to Stan and go. So Stan, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> and then I would send him photos of of uh, um, you know from the movie from Alien in all of the different colors and, 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 and the, the positions. And I'm going, these colors and that color that's right in there on that part, with that sort of blue, cold, blue steel look. We need this color and not patina because a couple of kid pack looking like, you know, a copper roofing. And I went, no, not that. <laughs> and then the, the incorporation of the mask uh, with the wings and, and, and the, the sort of it's kind of steampunky, you know. And, uh, oh, my God, he did a just a superb job he's a he's an amazing artist and you know you think we're busy this dude is like he's knocking out albums for other people simultaneously and i'm going he probably never sleeps you know <laughs> <laughs> and uh but it's a great i think it's a great cover i said that about the first one i think he's he, he just upped the ante big time on this one yeah well, well, this one just because you oh go ahead brett I was just going to say this one just really fits so perfectly oh, with yeah. everything. Yeah. And with the title and everything, it's just, it's just, yeah. It's All right. So first of a couple of questions. Number one, yes. I just, I have to ask because yes. just wondering behind you, there's that bike on the wall. What's the significance of that? I, nothing oh to God. do with any album, but. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, um, it's a penny farthing bike. Basically. Penny farthing. So they were called penny farthing bicycles simply because 
um, there's a big wheel, a penny, and then there's a little okay. pe- a wheel. And, and they sort of date back to um, old England. Oh, yeah. And so one of the first bicycles was, was the penny farthing. And difficult, there was like a little uh, sidestep. You'd have to get up on a box like, like you would have to get up on a, on a, on a horse. <laughs> oh, okay. Right? And somebody would have to hold the bike while you actually mounted the saddle one saddle right above the back wheel and that's and no 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 uh solid rubber on the uh, on the wheels no no uh, no air in the tires and that was the first thing so you were up shoot three four feet off the road with the wow. pedal so it's a huge thing the circumference of the big wheel was probably three four feet maybe massive thing wow and, and there were penny farthing and i found that one somewhere in an antique shop and i went i have to have that for the wall yeah, that's so cool and of course people will go what's that <laughs> <laughs> so you see it works <laughs> yeah no it's a conversation conversation starter if nothing else right so uh, the other thing i'm wondering about just because you teased a little hint there saying you have an upcoming solo album kind of what could we expect to hear on that oh Different than the first one. Um, the next level of it, because you know, for the first one, I really didn't want to do it, and I thought, okay, so what's the best thing? And the label were going, well, you could a little bit of everything that you've done, which is why I reached out to, you know, some of my old Grand Prix mates. Maybe a new Grand Prix record coming up too. Ooh, yeah. Oh, that would be. That's something else in the works. Actually, mm. we've already started just playing around with songs. Um, we won't so, tell anybody. No, don't tell anybody. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. People go, dude, I got something to tell you, but I'll tell you next time. It's like, damn it, now. <laughs> um, so I worked with different people. You know, I worked with Howard Lease, of course, who was in the Vegas show with me. You know, and, and I remember saying to Howard, "Give me a, give me a bad company song," and he goes, "No, but I'll give you this." And so that was a, that was kind of what what I did with the first solo. This one is more. It just takes it up a little notch. It's a little little harder and a little bit more right down the middle a little bit hard rock but but uh, of course because that's what they want um so just a particular set of writers on this one i'm not moving around going to this that and the other so um it's going to be cool uh, it's almost all of the songs i think maybe one left to finish um everything's together and because of the uh MSG tour coming up. I have to leave on April 22nd. I'm trying my damnness to uh, get as many lead vocals down as I can before I leave so that they have work to do while I'm gone. Gotta keep cracking. That's, that's right. <laughs> if the wheel doesn't move, then, you and know. The wheel's gotta, yeah, yeah. You know, because otherwise they're going to go, dude, I have a week. Can you do it all? I don't. Not going to happen. <laughs> no, not going to happen. So um, that's what I'm doing with that. Um, little side information I did uh, was part of a huge project out of the UK. There's a record just dropped um, called Circle of Friends. And it has everybody that you possibly mention on there. Uh, and it's a compilation, some covers, some originals. I have two songs on there. One's an original. And I just did a remake of um, Don't Fear the Reaper for them. Oh, oh nice. wow. And I, I had a, an email from uh, uh, 
um, Chuck Dharma, and he said, dude, I think this might actually be better than my original. <laughs> wow. and, and I went, I'm keeping that, and I'm going to post it everywhere now because you said it. Yeah. <laughs> I am now on my phone looking for this. Circle <laughs> of friends, you say. You I won't see it yet. Immediately. Yeah, you won't see it yet. I think it comes out next, I think next ah, week. And okay. it comes off, it's escape records called Circle of Friends. Jeff nice. Scott Soto's on there. Oh. Joel, Joel Hoekstra is on there. Um, oh, God. I would have to pull the list up. It is. Uh, yeah. yeah. Robin Beck is on there. Doro is on there. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Shoot. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. Everybody on the my cat's on there, my dog's on there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we do need you to do more covers so that so that we can hear you sing every song <laughs> in the but world. We started off like this, you know, it's like that. I mean, you know, it's uh you know, music has never been confined to one little bag for me. It's it's that would be very boring. You know, it's it's that's what music's for playing, no pun intended. It's just there's so much of it. And there's so many different styles and genres that as long as I'm able to speak and sing, I'll, and if I can do it, I'll do it. I want it to be good, not just for the sake of it. You know, I started working uh, maybe six months ago with uh, an amazing uh, Italian composer. And he does a lot of work. He does a lot of movie soundtracks. He does a lot of sound bites for like Netflix and HBO. And he wanted to take some of his stuff a different direction and I got hooked up with him and we're knee deep in what I think might be a record also in addition to Netflix sound bites and they go from sort of stuff you would use for Vikings to Clint Eastwood movies to it's just so diverse and it's all big symphonic uh, epic sort of and it's it gives me a chance to sing in a completely different fashion. And it's really cool. It's just, uh, just something else to do that I've always wanted to do and, and never quite had the opportunity. So um, yeah, I think, I think every singer or every musician should do that. I mean, you know, people go, dude, it's metal, you have to stick to metal. It's like, no, <laughs> why, why, <laughs> you know? I mean, I love what I do, but I love, I love all of it. There's just mm -hmm. so much of it. I mean. Why not? You know, isn't it boring just to eat the same sandwich all the time every day? Oh, yeah. It is for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, I mix it up. I mean, I'm personally like you. I'm, uh, you know, I want to listen to so many different styles. And oh, my God. I want to hear you. Uh, you uh, do you listen to a lot of music or is that your job? So you're kind of sick of it. Or do you still listen to a lot of music? Oh, yourself? I was just introduced. Now this, you, you're probably going, oh, dude, you never heard of those before? I was just introduced from my studio engineer, not my studio, but I work with him a lot. And he goes, dude, have you heard that band out of Denmark called Volbeat? And I'm going, no. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm a huge fan all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, dude, they're killer. Have you listened to those guys? Yeah. No, okay. you know, so I have not, and I'm from Denmark. So I, oh my I was God. born there. <laughs> yeah, I was they born get... there, and I don't listen to them. Volbeat, V-O-L-B-E-A-T, and they kick ass. It is great it's very melodic but it's like it's almost got a dare i say it's almost got a, a punky feel to it but it is really cool and those are my new go-to band i just love that stuff it's really good last year it was i think or two years ago i think i was 
I was into Sabaton, saw Sabaton a bunch of times live, and I'm going, yes, <laughs> that was so good. And live, it's just, oh, dude, it's just amazing. It's just great. And you can't, you can't but not get into it. It's just, you know, it's just great. Oh, I know, <laughs> I know. No, there's so much out there. And and I know, I think we've, we've also eaten into all of your time. I think you probably... Well, you know, we just, I talk too much, so I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. I, hey, we will, we will listen and we will keep talking forever. But uh, we do want to give you the chance to uh, tell everybody where they can find Black Swan and how they can keep up with you. Yes, if you go to uh, Frontiers Music, S-R-L, and uh, you can go right on there. You can find me on my... Uh, um, Facebook official page or my my regular Facebook page, and you will see all of the uh, all of the snippets. You can get all the YouTube uh, links to get over and watch uh, Eagle Fly single or Generation Mind single. And with that comes the if you if would love to place an order for the album, the vinyl, the CD, the cassette. <laughs> <laughs> they have a cassette now, um, or or T-shirts, or just want to listen, give it a like and share it and that would be just awesome and um thanks for listening and uh keeping it keeping it alive thanks to you guys it's well, great. i love fun. the album and and i'm gonna listen to, i've listened to it twice and i'm gonna listen to it uh, way more times because it's awesome but i know before we go we'd be remiss if i didn't ask how's the weather um, I think about 85 today. <laughs> and, and I believe we're going to hit about 90, maybe on Wednesday. And I'm going, oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> time, to, time to hit that swimming pool. <laughs> oh, dude, it's, it's just awesome. Yeah, put some water in that pool. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, once again, thank you thank so much you. for being an amazing guest. And I know that you will be back on uh, oh, four please, is definitely you. not enough. And uh, Thank you. I'll bring the coffee next time. Sounds good. So Sounds good. We'll talk we'll, even more. <laughs> yep, we'll go for we'll go forever. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Stay well. Thank you. Stay you well. too. Pleasure. All right. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye now. Bye bye.